gross. <laughs> sorry. Excuse me. Um. Oh, she just burped in my face. <laughs> sorry. I'm not feeling well. I'm a little under the weather today, so apologies for the sound of my voice. Let's try that intro again with, okay. uh, <laughs> with fewer burping. burping. Okay. Hello, and welcome to the Spook Podcast of Spook. My name's Scaroline. I'm... uh, Marco! Based on the fact that I do not have a better spook name, yes, I am Marco! That was more sing-songy than spooky. Yeah, I actually did a scale there. (laughs) But welcome to the Halloween episode! Yay! Yeah, this is our final Halloween episode, and we're gonna kick it off with a scary one. Or we're gonna finish it off with a scary one. We're going to do something with scary something. Scary game, yes. Anyway. Welcome to Review for Two. We are dating. Yeah. And we have a podcast. That's what you're listening to right now. And it is based off of the fact that we like to play video games with each other, other people, random people online who tell us that they won't kill us during a game. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. That was weird. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. So this (laughs) is a podcast that talks about video games that are good to play with two or more people. Exactly. Because video games are fun and they're a fun way to spend time with other people. And yes. random strangers. Yes. Who want to kill you. Who want. They want to kill you. He did kill us. So. He did. He did end up killing us. I don't even remember his gamer tag, but I wouldn't even give him the gratification of shouting him out. Yeah. I, 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 I also either. doubt he listens to this podcast. If he does, my dude, you lied. <laughs> yeah, you lied. And you told everyone that, they, that you wouldn't kill them. We were sitting right next to each other. So big mistake. Huge. Anyway, what game are we talking about today? Well, we have already sort of alluded to the fact that there are random strangers in this game who kill you. We are talking about Dead by Daylight. Yes. Or as Caroline calls it, Dib 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 Or Day by Day. Or Day by Deadlight. Light by Dead Day. Light by Day Dead. By Daylight Dead. Daylight by Dead. Dead by Daylight, which came out in June of 2016, developed by Behavior Interactive for the PlayStation 4, Switch, Xbox One, Android, and Windows. Android? Android. It I know. It came out on... <laughs> Android. Android phones? Yeah. What? Which, this would be like a terrible game to play on an Android. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. All right. Maybe it would be easier, actually, for like the skill checks. We'll get into that. Maybe. Because it would just be like a tap. Yeah. So Do you want to explain about what this game is, Explain Marco? about it. Explain about I'm going to explain about please it. explain to our listeners how we play this game. Yes. So Dead by Daylight is an asymmetrical online survival horror game. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of like Evolve in that there are four regular kind of humans who are all either hunting or avoiding one monster type enemy played by a fifth human. So it is asymmetric in that the four humans have similar abilities and a similar sort of goals and all that stuff. But then the fifth one who's playing the monster has a completely different skill set, completely different goals, completely different rules governing all of their mechanics. So the point of the game is that the five of you are trapped in just an area and it's an enclosed area. So it's like the woods around a cabin or, you know, a spooky factory and there are walls around it. And the four humans need to repair generators to activate the gate to open the gate to escape. And the killer just needs to murder them while they try to do that thing. Mm -hmm. That's 
more or less it. All of the characters have surprisingly deep character trees and skill trees and perks and items and offerings and effigies. And there's like 15 or 20 killers and then a whole bunch of characters that yeah. a whole bunch of human characters. Most of them do not come included with the game. Most of them are DLC characters. So I think you only start out with a handful. But yeah, basically you just if you're the humans, you're just trying to power up the generators and not die. And if you're the monster, you kill people. And it yep. also tries to have, like, a lore in that the monster is a servant of a the demon. entity. Yeah, yeah, its name is the entity, but in practice, it's just many legs. Like, scorpion legs that come from the sky and, like, eat you. But it has no body other than many legs. Yeah. So when you get sacrificed, legs come down and grab you, and then you dissolve, and the legs are like, nah, another one for the pile. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. So there's, like, lore and, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, that's that's Deba Deba Deb. Deba Deba Deb. Caroline. Yes. Would you like to review Drumble Flumbum? <laughs> yes. So Dead by Daylight, just gonna come out and say it, not one of my faves. I do not like scary games or um, scary movies, so I think that's why I didn't connect with this as much. If you listen to our podcast where we did We Were Here, I refused to play after a certain point because I was too scared. That's true, you did, and you weren't even in the scary part. Exactly. No, I was. I was. I I was the one that saw the mannequin and then I quit. Anyway, getting me to play a scary game is like a large feat, and getting me to like it is an even larger feat, even though I do want to play another We Were Here, (laughs) because I'm crazy. But yeah, so it wasn't my favorite game of all time. However, I thought that for what it was, it did a good job. So if you want to get random people to play with you, if you want to get your family to play with you, your friends, whatever, you can play with four other people, which is like a larger team, quote unquote, than most other games, even though one of the people will be the killer. But you can get a bunch of your friends or family to play, which is a really nice touch. And if you were the killer, if one of your family or friends is a killer, it's kind of more fun than playing with a random person as the killer, because then you'd be on headset like, no, please don't kill me, please don't kill me. Like you can talk to them and kind of interact with them instead of just having somebody who can't hear you run around and kill you and then not actually kill you because he doesn't want you to get points in a game, which happened to us. Yeah, we got griefed and it was just not fun. It was just not fun. So I think that we didn't get the whole crew to play it, but I think that that would be really fun if we did. And I think it would cause for a lot more fun and funny gameplay. But if you are looking for kind of a suspenseful horror game that you can play with a lot of people, this is probably a really good game for you. It is apparently very similar to Friday the 13th, the game. It's the same concept. Uh, We didn't play that game, but it is a very similar concept game. And that one came out in 2017. So if you want to check that one out as well, you definitely should. But overall, not my favorite game, but a good multiplayer horror suspense game. Marco? I have to agree with Caroline. It was not my favorite game and I had uh, quite a few issues with it, but I think it accomplishes what it sets out to do. So it sets out to create the tense, terrifying, you could die at any time feeling of being one of the random humans in a horror movie. 
it really does make you scared of every like branch creaking in the wind and every twig you hear snapping to your left and every time the heartbeat got faster and louder yeah there's a mechanic that kind of helps you detect the monster because your own heartbeat will get louder when he gets closer even if you can't see him and you know you'll like see random shapes in the distance you'll be like oh my gosh was that the killer so i think it does that very very well i think in order to do that though it kind of made the game a little bit unbalanced because it really does not feel like they're as much of a path to victory as the humans yeah like you can get downed in two shots by the killer and then you get like hung up on a hook and you know sacrificed to the entity and all that but you are the same speed as the killer so he can just keep chasing you there's no like way to avoid him unless he chooses to go after one of your teammates he's sometimes even faster yeah there are a couple ones that are faster or that have ranged weapons so it Mm -hmm. definitely feels like it is much easier to win as the killer than the humans and i guess that's like maybe kind of what we're going for what they're going for is that sense of powerlessness and being terrified of everything so it wasn't my favorite game to play but i think it does accomplish that survival horror suspense at every moment kind of thing yes yeah i agree I think that's all I got. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Should we get on to questions? Let's get on to questions. Let's do it. Questions. Questions. Okay. The first question, what was your favorite moment of gameplay? Well, because we kind of got our asses handed to us (laughs) whenever we were playing for real, my favorite moment of gameplay is when we were playing with our one viewer and Caroline's needed to update, so it was just me and him. (laughs) And our loyal viewer decided that he didn't need to play the tutorial, he was just gonna, you know, figure it out as he goes. So I, being the good and upstanding older sibling and podcast host that I am, of course put us in a match where it was one-on-one with him as the survivor and me as the killer, where I immediately ran up, hit him in the head with an axe, and killed him. Yep. Yep. That sounds right. It was a great time for me. Yes. It was not a great time for Paul. Nope. No. But you also won a game that we were playing with other random people because you were the last one alive and you escaped. Did you I? Did, yeah. You did that once. Oh, you're right. <laughs> We've only won twice. Yeah. When all of your other humans die and you are the only one left, it actually opens an emergency escape hatch because otherwise there would be actually no chance for you to win. Right. And I did that. Yeah. And I survived, yeah. I got very lucky, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't even know if I have a favorite moment of gameplay other than just watching you terrorize your little brother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I, when we played this game, we played, like, what, five times? Played, like, five matches? Yeah, about. The, the rounds are anywhere from three to 20 minutes, depending on how long you actually <laughs> end up surviving. Right. So we played five rounds, so we probably played it for, you know, a good hour, hour, hour and a half. Yeah, but four out of the five rounds, I would be the first to die because that would also be me in a horror movie. I would be the first to die because I'd just be like, I'm scared, kill me. (laughs) Um, The game, it also did a thing where it made you earn your perks and not just like earn specific ones that better suit your play style or earn upgraded versions. Like you had to be a certain level in order to even get any. Mm -hmm. So especially at the beginning when you're just being thrown against a fully leveled monster with all of his perks, like there's not much you can do as a beginner. Yeah. So it is very difficult to start a character as well. Yeah. But anyway, so my favorite moment of gameplay would probably be when we played once and I was like the last one alive or the second to last one alive. And that was actually the game that we got griefed in. But I was very proud of myself for surviving past the first person. Nice. Yeah. 
Okay, um, which was your favorite movie monster in this game? Yeah, so this game has a whole slate of different monsters and a whole slate of different humans that you can play, as we said. But one of the things I actually really liked is a lot of its monsters were based off of creatures from different pop culture movies and TV shows. Mm -hmm. So I don't think for a lot of them they were able to use the names exactly. But, you know, they had Freddy Krueger and his name was The Nightmare. Right. Or they had... um, Well, they had like the Demogorgon, but that was real. I think, yeah, that one was licensed. Yeah, because they were doing a like crossover and they had jason Voorhees, and i think he was, was just like jason or hockey mask or like right. masked killer or something yeah yeah so my favorite actually was the demogorgon because mm-hmm. i just finished watching stranger things and i kind of loved that they included that very specific like nerdy bit of pop culture into this game as a monster you could play yeah yeah caroline i think that the one that i liked the most and i didn't get to play is this monster was the guy from scream just because he was really fast and Mm. spooky and if i played as him i think that i would have been extremely successful and he was one of the more recognizable ones of the like monsters so i like that they included that too because that's like an, an older horror movie i guess a bunch of those are but it just seemed like a cool throwback nice Yeah. All right. They obviously did not have every monster possible in this game. So as our next question, if you could choose any movie or pop culture monster to add, what would it be? That's a really good question. So again, I don't watch a lot of scary movies. I think that the two that I've watched in my life (laughs) are Rosemary's Baby and Get Out. And Get Out, I wouldn't even qualify as a horror film or a thriller film. Side note, I do support adding Bradley Whitford as a murderer right? in this game. That's, but like, that's what I think would be like really oh, fun. Really? Yeah. Huh. Why not? Why not include that character? Or like the wife. Just like a normal human. Yeah. But like, that's what makes it terrifying. Right. Oh, that's but they're cool. like a killer. I think that that would actually be really cool. It wouldn't be Rosemary's Baby because it would just be a baby. Yeah. That would be... <laughs> Horrifying. Horrifying. That would be actually horrifying. So yeah, Bradley Whitford. That's who I would add. All right. I think I would add The Thing from the movie The Thing. Because one of the things that The Thing did was it's a shape-shifting blob creature. So it Mm. disguised itself as people. Mm -hmm. So I think it would be really interesting to have a monster that could just completely disguise itself as one of the survivors. Yeah, that would be interesting. That would be really cool. I don't know, because, you know, we didn't have all of them unlocked, so I don't know if there were any that could do that, but I think that'd be very cool as if that's one of their powers. Yeah. Among, you know, growing to 10 feet tall and having giant tentacles and teeth and everything. True. But just being able to, like, roll up and suddenly there's two of a particular survivor and then the other three are like, wait a minute, that's (laughs) not right. Right. Just like the movie. You wouldn't want our um, gay icon, the Babadook, or our homophobic non-ally, it, <laughs> Pennywise, oh, Pennywise the Clown. They'll probably add Pennywise. They probably will really add good Pennywise one. at some point, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Okay, and last, but certainly not least, would you survive? I'm going to say yes and no. Okay. I'm going to say no, because based on my performance in the actual game, (laughs) I would blow up a generator and then get my ass handed to me by a woman on the other side of the map throwing hatchets. Yep. However, I am going to say yes, because in my 20-something years of existence, I have mastered a technique that none of the human characters in that game have even 
heard of. What would be that technique? Punching a guy. Yeah, the, that's true. The, you couldn't fight back. The human characters have no, like, fight back recourse or anything, which I kind of get. But at the same time, like, you can't just punch him in the head and stun him for a little bit. Yeah, or, that's like, bold of you to punch a serial killer in the head. Look, if he is the same speed as me and therefore I can't escape. Yeah. Then... I, I don't have flight, which means I just have fight, so I'll just, I'll punch him. I'll go out swinging, Fair. and then he'll sacrifice me to the sky crab. Would you survive? No, there's no world or, no, I'm a scaredy cat. Oh, my voice Ooh. is cracked. No, I am a scaredy cat to the nth degree. I once cried my way out of a Scottish underground tunnel because they have freeze points and apparently they can freeze you if you walk under them. Nobody has, nobody did, but that thought scared me enough that as a seven-year-old child, I was like, get me the hell out of here. They have what? There are like these points in these like underground, they're like caves, but they're like dungeons. So they're made out of brick and you can like take tours of them because they're like spooky. They're in Edinburgh and they have these points that are so cold because of the way the draft is or the way whatever the wind is going that they can like freeze you okay but not like a snap freeze like it's not an ice ray you'd have to be there for a significant amount of time not like a significant you'd have to be there for a little bit but not like an hour it would yeah so it freaked me out so much that i cried and left huh I was already scared because it was a spooky underground dungeon tour. And then my sister and my mom who went on it because my dad took me out of it. Mm -hmm. They said that there was a pregnant woman who almost died. (laughs) Oh. Because she got so scared and she started crying. So not for me. I would die. Cool. Anything else? Any final thoughts? Yeah. Just to sum up, I think this game, this game's on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, you can get it for free. I know that we sound like we are Microsoft corporate shills because we keep plugging <laughs> Game Pass. We are not. We are not. But That's let, all I'll say. Let me tell you, it is a really great deal and you get a lot of games. We're yeah. both playing through Outer Worlds right now without having to buy a brand new game because we have Game Pass. So It's like, one of the good things about Microsoft, let's just say. Yeah. So it's game is free if you have Game Pass. If you don't have Game Pass but you have Xbox Live, pay a dollar, get it upgraded, see if you like it. It is very good for what it sets out to do, but Caroline and I aren't really huge fans of that particular set of games or genres yeah so if you like spooky horror survival terrifying nonsense then you will love this game and if you do not then you will probably play several rounds of this and be like why can't i punch back yeah but it is scared of it yeah but if you can get four other people and just get a group of five so that it is all of your friends you will absolutely love this game because you can also shout at whoever is murdering you and you know fun times Yep. Yeah, Caroline? Yeah, no, I I echo all of your sentiments. And next week we are covering a game that is not spooky. Yeah, thank you for joining us for Spooktober. (laughs) I think of which only one of the games that we played was genuinely spooky. The other ones were not spooky, but there were zombies in them, so it counts. You should subscribe and like this podcast so that next year we play Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, God. I will make that if we hit like... Well, we're about to hit a thousand downloads. We're very close to hitting a thousand downloads, like total for our podcast. So if we hit 2000 by next October, we will play Five Nights at Freddy's. Well, there we go. That's my promise. Yeah, you can find us. I'm never going to (laughs) remember. 
You can find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Mm -hmm. Be sure to rate and review so that other people can find the show. Be sure to harass and or bully your friends into watching the show. (laughs) And yeah. Love you, Sweden. Thanks, Sweden. Okay. All right, cool. Bye. standing desk for our apartment you want me to convert our kitchen table into a standing desk yeah why not i'll just bring the one that i have at work home it's only like 80 pounds i would pay actual money to see you try and lug an object that is your size and weight on new york public transportation yeah i'd have to bring it on the bus